Bitsy and Whipper. Celebrating the Queen and the Jubilee, 70 years on the throne. Uh, looking at the paper this morning, great spread, well done uh, to the Daily Telegraph. I mean, you've got Rock and Rod in his yellow jacket. He wasn't happy he had to sing Sweet Caroline. He didn't want to. Well, BBC that's... made me. It's Neil Diamond's song. Have a listen to it. He's not singing very well, too. I think that's the thing that press him. Said he butchered it. He butchered it? <laughs> really? He's not into it, mate. No. No. See, he's, he's not, not even on the mind. My wife has a weird obsession with Rod Stewart. A lot of women I said Rod Stewart. How old is Rod Stewart? 600. Let's have I'm going to say 83. No, I'm nah. going to say 76. 78. ba 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 Meow, meow, meow. Tommy, what do we got? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Thanks for letting me pad there. He's 77, guys. Oh, yes. yeah. What the difference is? Jeez, Split it. Good to see um, the only Australian representative being Jason Donovan uh, as Joseph and his Technicolor dream coat, which I know we've all been waiting to see. I reckon he would have thought it was a prank when he got an invite in the mail. Without a doubt. Jason, please be part of the Queen's Jubilee. <laughs> Who's having a wind up here? No, he gets asked to do a lot of Does he? Yeah, and he's met the Queen tons of times. Yeah, but I don't think it was a friendship concert. No, no, I agree. Who was the point you made? Who's Alicia Keys? Alicia Keys, why are you representing the States? They're not part of the Commonwealth. I mean, Kimmy didn't get much of a look in, did she? No. There's a lot of talk about Kim Kardashian flying over to be part of it and then mm. not being allowed to attend any of the events. What would have been fun and Tom yeah shame on you yeah for not having this show in the UK for this event because it would have been bloody great fun yeah, shame <laughs> would have been a really good work trip you bet shame <laughs> on you Tom because the after party for the Jubilee oh, just mm-hmm. in the backyard at Buckingham Palace I'm assuming I don't know would have been massive especially with your mate Bocelli there oh, oh Andrea yeah. Bocelli I haven't heard him do Ness and Dom before oh. I mean a Pavarotti classic fits as you know you're a huge Pavarotti man. The so old was wipe, wiping of the brow. We oh, miss Pavarotti. My God. His sweat rags would weigh about as much as him by the end of the night. Unbelievable. Um, interesting, too, that the budget to fit it cost $26 million, although they'd budgeted $48 million. Um, the celebration here... <laughs> The money came from corporate sponsor fundraising and the National Lottery chipped in. Imagine the fundraising as you went around. You guys, you got a penny for the Queen's party? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, guys, chasing a, a penny for the Queen's celebration. Yeah, dollar for your thoughts. Huh? Um, yeah, they're struggling for coins, so I'm glad that they mm. handed the hat around. They got there. Sorry, guys, we're going to have to chip in, but it would have been good for um, tourism, I would have thought. What about this one? This was a great story. I love that this is flying around. There's a guy by the name of Richard Griffin, and he was uh, her security. And so she, he calls himself Dickie. They had a great relationship, and they're very close friends. Um, they were talking about when the the Queen would be, was in Balmoral, which is kind of like the holiday house, and they quite often went for picnics. And on this occasion, they bumped into some other people while picnicking. Have a, have a listen to this story. One of the picnics I went out with her, we had a lovely picnic, but there was two hikers coming towards us, and it was two Americans on a walking holiday. And it was clear from the moment that we first stopped, they hadn't recognised the Queen. The American gentleman was telling the Queen where he came from, and sure enough, he said to Her Majesty, and where do you live? And she said, well, I live in London, but I've got a holiday home just the other side of the hills. <laughs> she said, I've been coming up here ever since I was a little girl, so over 80 years. And you could see the clogs thinking. He said, well, if you've been coming up here for 80 years, you must have met the Queen. Oh, and as quick as a flash, she says, well, I haven't, but Dickie meets her regularly. <laughs> so the guy said to me, well, you've met the Queen, what's she like? 
And because I was with her a long time and I knew I could pull a leg, I said, oh, she can be very cantankerous at times, <laughs> but she's got a lovely sense of humour. Anyway, the next thing I knew, this guy comes around, puts his arm around my shoulder, he gets his camera, gives it to the Queen, and says, can you take a picture of the two of us? Oh, no. awesome. uh... Anyway, we swapped places, and I took a picture of them with the Queen, and we never let on, and then Her Majesty said to me, I'd love to be a fly on the wall when he shows us photographs to the friends in America, <laughs> and hopefully someone tells him who I am. Isn't that Amazing. phenomenal? What you a... must have met the Queen. Great what a great story. I love those moments when you had no idea that they were a celebrity. What was your mate from the Dead Kennedys? Was it, is that who it was? And he, and he was... In the States, um, oh, come on, yeah, do you know the story? And he was talking to he was talking to a Matthew McConaughey and he had no idea. But he said to Matthew McConaughey, What do you do? Matthew said, oh, I do a bit of um acting, <laughs> and he said, Oh, you know what, acting tough game, you got to start in the stage, you really should start <laughs> on the stage, and then fingers crossed, if you want to get into Hollywood, it might fall your way. You're right, it was Ross, yeah, Ross Knight from the Cosmic, Cosmic Psychos. Psychos, that's <laughs> right. And he, he's good mates with Eddie Vedder, and Eddie Vedder yes. said, Come over, I'm having a few people for a party. And Ross, he's he's a farmer from country Victoria. Yeah. So Ross goes to this party, sir, and it's Matthew McConaughey has no idea. No idea. No, it wasn't. It was Bradley Cooper. Oh, was it? It was Bradley Cooper. I've nearly got the story right. Yeah, and then he starts going through his movies, and awesome. Ross is still going, nah, yeah, mate. sorry, mate, I haven't seen any of them. I've never heard of them. But you know what? It's a great skill. You should learn. And then I think it was his wife the next morning and said, do you have any idea who you were talking to? And then she went on Google Images, and Ross was like, ah, oh, damn, it, damn, damn it. it. Hopefully he starts on the stage. <laughs> Josh, who's part of the team here. Josh, you got a story when you didn't recognise the celebrity? Yeah, this is a pretty famous person. Mm. Um, so about 10 years ago, I'm living in Manchester. Yeah. And I'm living by one of the best hotels. Yeah. So when celebrities are in town, they will stay there. Yeah. So one day I'm walking home and there's like a bit of a commotion outside. There's like limousines pulling up security. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I knew Russell Brand was in town that day doing like a talk at the arena. Got yeah, you. right. So I'm like, oh, it's Russell. So I kind of go over, push myself in. The door opens, <laughs> and then this old man gets out, yeah. and he's wearing like this orange robe, and he's very happy, and he shakes my hand, and he's like, "Oh, nice to meet you," and blesses me. Yeah, and mm -hmm. I'm like, "This guy's really weird." Like, I was expecting Russell Brand. Yep. So then I kind of step away, and then someone's like, "Oh, it's the Dalai Lama." <laughs> oh, you're kidding me! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The Dalai Lama. Yeah. You were blessed by the Dalai Lama. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Because he was in town doing the thing with Russell, because yes. Russell just became like a. Um, a Buddhist. spiritual and of course yeah, yeah. yes how awesome. funny is that yeah. and when did the penny drop did somebody say afterwards well I kind of just stepped back and I, then I said yeah. I think security is Russell coming and then everyone else was kind of <laughs> faffing about this old man you thought it was his security yeah, yeah. Was just oh, really confused well done well done <laughs> thank well you done. sir Matty from North Parramatta which celebrity didn't you recognise <laughs> uh, hey guys hi Sarah how's it going good morning um, good morning, good morning. Um, so I, I played in like the same Friday, uh, like a local tennis competition as Greg from the Wiggles for about two or three months before I actually realised who he was. Oh, no. So you've been, not, not just once, but numerous times, it was Greg from the Wiggles and you had no idea, Matty? Uh, yeah, well, I had no idea at all. I guess he looked different from 
when I was younger and he wasn't wearing his colour, you know? So how was I supposed to Oh, yeah, a wiggle out of a skivvy is really confusing. Well, Anthony has, I didn't realise, tattoo sleeves. Yes, he does. And so when you see him out and about and he doesn't wear shoes... Looks so like a tradie. It's very hard no, to I... get, work out it's him sometimes. See, when Anthony walks around Balmain, he's get, <laughs> he is getting photos with families well, regularly. We were out for breakfast one time and I saw Simon the Red Wiggle, uh, big baritone Simon, yeah. and he, we started talking and Lisa was there. Lisa had no idea who he was, yeah. but was try, she knew the voice back to front because of the kids, but just couldn't land it. And he was saying, oh, we're about to tour in the States. And she said, who is that singer? Yeah. That is a awesome. singer touring. I've got what no idea. Voice. Adam in Neutral Bay, which celebrity didn't you recognise? Adam. Adzi. Yeah. Oh, sorry, mate. What's your story, mate? What celeb was it? Yeah, I was... Um I was going out for my uh, university graduation with the family and uh, it was in 1999 and we were at um, Catalina and I go to the toilet and uh, it's one of those doors you don't know whether it's a push or a pull door. Yeah. Anyway, so I, I go to push it and this hulking African-American guy comes out with a fishnet shirt and uh, we start talking about the door and he, and we say, oh, is it a push or a pull door and have this long conversation about the toilet door. Anyway, I get back to my... Seat. I talked to my wife and I said I had this strange conversation and and she said, Do you know who that was? I said, I have no idea. And she said, Well that's Wesley Snipes. No said, oh, filming the Matrix. So oh. uh, Yeah. Yeah. So I here's my chance to start him and I have a discussion oh, with Wesley Snipes about the toilet door. How wow. good are, how good are some toilet doors to chat about? I could talk about toilet doors for a <laughs> so he was wearing a fishnet top, Adam. Yeah, yeah, it was um, one of those sort of um, like uh, what do they call it, like the squares and uh, cotton and yeah, classic. But he was he was absolutely uh, bulking and uh, you know it was having a conversation about the toilet. Very funny. His most famous, he was Blade, wasn't he? No, or what was his other big one? Um, Wesley Snipes. Wasn't he in the Matrix? He was in Major. He wasn't in the Matrix. No, Lawrence Fishburne. Fishburne. Yeah, no, it was. Yeah, I think you are right. Wesley was the, he had a huge franchise. That yeah, it was crazy. Blade, wasn't it? But no, remember he got done for taxation. Remember he didn't pay Did any he? tax to the government. He had to go to jail. He sniped <laughs> the tax department. Johnny, have you got a story for us? Uh, yeah, I have. Um, it was quite a long time ago. My mother uh, went on a harbour cruise on the Bounty. Yeah, and the she bounty. was standing next to a young lady. Um, you know, and they're looking out at the Opera House and that sort of thing. And she says to the young lady. You look like Princess Diana. Mm. And she says, Oh, yeah, a few people have said that. And then, of course, she realises later on it was Princess oh, Diana. Oh, my gosh. Um, because there's a row of people standing behind, yeah. uh, all wearing black. Security. And they were the security guards, but they were keeping a very low profile. And my mum is very small and petite and everything, so there's mm. no, no threat. No threat. Um, so they, they, they chatted for a few minutes, and, uh, you know, my mum went on on her way to get, get um, food and drinks and whatever. Uh, and she realised later on. Johnny, no photo? I mean, that would have been amazing to have that photo. Oh, yeah, looking back now. Yeah, it would have. Uh, there, no, no photo. My mum didn't take photos. Um <laughs> So, but somebody should have. You would have thought. Oh, so Jeez. true, John. Great story. I mean, to th- a great. How many times has Diana said that too, or a celebrity had to say that? Yeah, a few people say that. You look a lot like Diana. Look like, yeah. Really? She must be hot. Oh, she would have. Oh, she would have been great to meet. Oh yeah. yeah.
We would have got on like because a house on fire. You know what? She was a commoner. You know what I mean? You know, the people's, people's one of us. princess. <laughs> she would have done wrap up of the week, Diana. Oh, without a doubt. For sure. She would have loved Riddle Time. I mean, we look back now and it's hard to call. But... Diana versus Dodie. Or oh. Diana versus Charles would have been good. Oh, yeah. Right as they were sort of splitting up. That would have been a great wrap up of the week. Tom. It's tough to dig <laughs> <ass>. <laughs> over the line. Fitzy and Whipper.